Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in. I'd like to give honor to the previous Breast Cancer Awareness Month, October. This one's for you. So I was recently asked the following. What would I do if I was married to a guy who no longer found me desirable after losing a breast to cancer? Would I blame myself for feel guilty if he stepped out of the, the marriage to seek companionship? Or sex with some other woman or a guy? Would I undergo cosmetic surgery just to appease him? But what if I lost a leg or an arm versus my breast? Would he still find me desirable? Well, here's my answer. That's my answer to all those kinds of men folk. Now, for anyone that doesn't know me, I'm an advocate for self-awareness and self-care. And I pride myself in being aware of how to take care of myself by living a healthy lifestyle. And I try to relate the same message to other women. I, I get that our breasts are an important part of the sexual arousal process. And by no means am I mitigating the fact that fighting cancer can be extremely taxing and very painful, mentally, financially, and definitely physically. But people, wrong is wrong. If he steps out of the relationship just because you had to go through this life-altering decision to undergo a mastectomy, then he is wrong and being disrespectful. I feel most women know early on if they're dealing with a selfish man. And yet, for whatever reason, we still end up marrying this guy. We take care of everything. I mean, the kids, the cooking, working, and God knows whatever else. And after all that, we still have to find time to take care of ourselves. And sometimes it may fall on the back burner because we always put people first before we do anything for ourselves. By the time we get to us, it's often too late. You know, a disease has crept up on us, and what's the woman to do? Do we, uh, what, turn to support groups? Do we turn to family and friends with support? What, what, what do we do? We, uh, we look to support groups because maybe we can't get the support we needed from our family and friends. But when that happens, sometimes, you know what? That guy in our lives, he'll get jealous, or he may feel left out because... This disease-fighting process has now become a priority in our lives. And the things we used to do for him has taken a backseat. Now that selfish guy, he'll most definitely step out and give you whatever selfish reason he can come up with. And that supportive and kind one, he won't. And if you married a selfish guy, my advice, ladies, as soon as you become well enough, and as soon as you've kicked cancer in the ass, kick his sorry ass to the curb you don't need that out of stress in your life the nagging and the belittling Ugh, jeez. stress itself can be like a breeding ground for diseases and illnesses and it can diminish like your healing process and your goal should be to stay healthy and cancer free right but you know what that supportive guy if he's supportive of you I mean very supportive ladies you know what I mean if he goes to treatments or doctor's appointments with you or if he takes care of the kids and he's in there cooking because you're too weak from treatments or whatever. 
that my friend is a supportive and loving guy and ladies praise god for this kind of man because there are not a lot of those kind of men left in this world i mean they're out there but it's not a lot not a lot of them left now i know as women we're taught to keep the peace in the family and keep your man happy right but sometimes sometimes keeping him happy can lead to resentment and resentment can lead to anger and anger can lead to hatred and all that can lead to a very stressful situation and you know unneeded stress is a no-no and you're now cancer-free life take care of yourselves ladies i mean really really take care of yourselves if you find yourself becoming overwhelmed with life please find a moment out of the day to enjoy something that really empowers you i mean really empowers you and creates happy and healthy thoughts for you even if it's just for a few minutes you don't even have to be great at it just enjoy it and i'm not talking about smoking cigarettes popping pills or drinking liquor you know what i mean because all those things all of those can lead to an unhealthy lifestyle which in turn can lead back to the land of the big c Maybe take up a creative writing class. Maybe, you know, join a gym and work out for about an hour or two, twice a week. You got to start somewhere, right? So for me, one of my go-tos is running. When I start off running, I may be like worrying about something. But at the end, I'll always have a clearer mind about how to handle the situation better. I have a girlfriend that likes to garden, right? She likes to plant, she likes to plant, tomatoes and I think greens and she prides herself in composting watering and planting and everything else that goes along with gardening that's her thing and afterwards she's happy and ready to face the world and you know what that's good for her I have another friend that 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 likes to paint and she loves it she's been doing it since she was a kid and I myself cannot paint to save my life But I try to be supportive of her artwork because it's something she really enjoys. I've even encouraged her, actually, to spend more time doing it because she's so good at it. Um, And both of these ladies only spend about an hour a day, an hour a day, doing something they really, really enjoy. You'd be surprised how much a little me time can be a huge distressor. So, in essence... In honor of breast cancer awareness, I end with this. No one or nothing should ever get in the way of your health and well-being. Ever. Not your kids, not your job, not your husband or a significant other. If you feel there may be something wrong with your breasts, like it's starting to look a little different than before, go get that checked out, please. If you're starting to get maybe like some sharp or dull pains in your arm or your thigh area, it could be heart-related. Go get that checked out. You know, we try to be super women and try to conquer the world, which is great, which is great. The world needs us, but we can't do that if we don't listen to our bodies and seek medical help when it's needed. And learn how to get rid of unnecessary stress in our lives. Your body will thank you later. Okay? I love you. And now I'm going to be citing one of my very, very favorite poems from Maya Angelou. It's called Phenomenal Woman. Pretty women wonder where my secret lies. 
I'm not cute or built to suit a fashion model size. But when I start to tell them, they think I'm telling lies, I say. It's the reach of my arms, the span of my hips, the stride of my step, the curl of my lips. I'm a woman, phenomenally. Phenomenal woman, that's me. I walk into a room just as cool as you please, and to a man, the fellow stands or fall to their knees. Then they swarm around me, a hive of honeybees. I say, it's the fire in my eyes and the flash of my teeth, the swing in my waist and the joy in my feet. I'm a woman, phenomenally. Phenomenal woman, that's me. Men themselves have wondered what they see in me. They try so much, but they can't touch my inner mystery. When I try to show them, they say they still can't see. I say, it's the arch of my back, the sun of my smile, the ride of my breasts, the grace of my style. I'm a woman, phenomenally, phenomenal woman. That's me. Now you understand just why my head's not bowed. I don't shout or jump about or have to talk real loud. When you see me passing, it ought to make you proud. I say, it's in the click of my heels, the bend of my hair, the palm of my hand, the need for my care. Because I'm a woman, phenomenally, phenomenal woman. That's me. Thank you for tuning in. Toodles.